1: You'll have to share.
2: That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Orange Zone, sponsored by Billy Whitaker Cars and Trucks. The sun is
0: shining on the city of Syracuse. This week, and specifically this Thursday, post that victory over number 23, NC State. Welcome into the Orange Zone podcast. Reminder that you can get every episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. we're your place for all things Syracuse Orange. You can also find every episode on our CMY Central YouTube page. You can get our reactions, our body language, get everything in between when it comes to the video and audio. So we'll be releasing it every week, looking to get into some maybe some doubles as a lacrosse Season continues here, but for right now, this is the Orange Zone Podcast presented by Billy Whitaker Cars and Trucks. We are talking about Syracuse men's basketball getting the win over the over NC State. I'm Tommy Sladak. Alongside me is Lawrence Moton. It's poetry. It's SU's all-time leading scorer. Samantha Cross and not with us this week. She'll be back next week. We have Brendan Hodges on the producer mic. So just to catch people up, SU getting their first win over a ranked opponent this season. They were 0-4 previously. They had gone on a 10-game streak of not beating an AP Top 25 team, and they were able to get it done last night by a final score of 75-72. to Poetry, you were at the game. Yes. You had great seats. Yes. I want to open it up to you, man. What's your takeaway after having
1: that good night's sleep? Thanks, Tommy. Well, first of all, it was uh, definitely a a well-deserved win. I felt that they played very hard. There were spurts, um, especially at the beginning where – I was actually talking to my partner I was sitting with, and we were looking at the clock, and they had 10 points in 10 minutes. And I told her a point a minute is what they actually <laughs> scored. But after that, they got locked in and, you know, um, played very well. One of the things impressed me the most was uh, everybody was in double figures. Mm. You know, everybody played well and, and did what they had to do. And sometimes it's going to be ugly, but we came out with the win.
0: They did. And, yeah, the, all five starters in double figures really – uh, it definitely contributed and, and was a part of that full story. And of course, they they all got some serious minutes. Yes. I believe Justin Taylor only played six, Samir four, Benny just a few minutes as well. Yes. And just to to start from the the beginning of that game, it definitely was a step in the right direction where we didn't have that SU down eleven to two. Yeah but at times it kind of felt like that because neither team was shooting really well. Did Did you pick
1: up on that? I did pick up on that. You know, like I said earlier, you know, for the start of the game, it was horrible shooting. Yeah. Uh, A lot of missed shots, a lot of missed putbacks, you know. Oh, layups. It was, it was easy, easy buckets. And then you look up at the score and we're down 19 to 10. And, And after that, like I said, we got kind of locked in and started making shots, started defending the ball really well. And, you know, I'm definitely impressed with Jesse and his and, and what he did. You know, eighteen points, sixteen rebounds, you know, just just phenomenal game. You know, Judah played very well, you know. Um he he was in attack mode, which I liked. And he hit the shots when needed, great mm-hmm. shots when needed. At mid range, he has a nice mid range game. I think he needs to use that a lot more because that little mid-range shot when he gets to the free throw line, um, I, from the games I've been watching, he makes it all the time. Yeah. So he, he's definitely a mid-range killer, and when he's in when when he's in attack mode, it helps the team uh as a whole. It helps the team, you know, because like we talked about earlier, you know, this team is still trying to find themselves that go-to guy. We know we know Joe is pretty much the the leader as far as senior leadership, him and Jesse, but that true true go to guy we're still trying to figure it out
0: yeah and i do i do feel like this is a game that they were not winning a month ago mm-hmm.
1: month and a half ago
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this was the type of game where even with just a few minutes to play it was a situation that they've been in against pittsburgh it was right. a situation they've been in against virginia in yeah. miami carolina. and in carolina yeah. and when they went up 70 to 67 yeah. it was that same feeling Yep. Is this about to happen again where they're not able to close it out? And it was, I believe, arguably the biggest play of the game. Joe came down. It looked like he got fouled. Ball came loose. Mm-hmm. And there were maybe two or three NC State defenders around it. And Jesse hopped on the floor late. Mm-hmm. Somehow ends up with the ball. I still don't know how yeah, that worked yeah, out. But yeah. he went and not only got – just getting a jump ball would have been nice. Right, right, right. He gets possession kicks and kicks it out to Judah, and top Judah, of the arc, and, three. Yes. and hits that big three, especially yes. for a freshman that hasn't exactly been completely wet Absolutely. you know, from three-point range to, to nail that one from NBA range. Absolutely. Ties it up 70 apiece. Jesse then comes down, gets the bucket down low in the and one, and in, in that mix was the foul out of DJ Burns, yes. where that was such a fun, fun battle watching those guys. And, you know, Jim Boeheim mentioned it afterwards, Zach Randolph, yeah. that, that's exactly who he reminded me of as well.
1: Oh, man, absolutely, Zach Randolph. And, you know, um, very light on his feet a big guy, you know, and very fundamentally sound and has a soft touch, you know, some things you can't teach that the way he was moving around that basket and and using his shoulders and it ended up helping us when he dipped his shoulder Mm -hmm. the last one because it was a charge NBA no call. Right, but college definitely was a charge, and, and, and that was a, a, a major factor of us winning that game. To be
0: honest with you, totally. Because that last Jesse Bucket, I yes. believe, was the the four and the five kind of had to come over Absolutely. to help each other out because Burns was on the bench. Yep. Um, and 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 to give him credit, he was he was he was. Uh, I mean, he he didn't even just have to drive to the to the lane. You saw he yeah. was hitting it from the elbow. Yes, it was yes. really impressive. But then I think even more impressive was just what Jesse was able to do with 18 points, 16 boards, Definitely. and and Judah to me, you know, I, I've heard this expression before where coaches say at some point you in your freshman year, freshmen become sophomores, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I feel like we are seeing that with Judah, where he's understanding how to best utilize his game and win. Because it felt like in the first half, maybe a little bit dispersed. Yeah. Get the yeah. ball to my guys, yeah. be a point guard. In the yeah. second half, he's like, it's yeah. go time.
1: Absolutely. You know, and that's what it takes. You know, to be a great player, you have to learn and, and adjust. And I, I feel like he's been doing that each game that we've been, that he's been playing. And yeah. you can see the, the veteran leadership. And, and he's becoming, like you said, a, a, he's a sophomore now. And, you know, but please, uh, Judah. Don't leave, man. You're hearing it from the all-time leading scorer, former NBA player uh, who has a good student of the game. You're not ready yet. I love your game, but you're truly not ready yet. I think one or two years might do it. Now, if you hit the J next year, you start hitting the three ball, then there's a great discussion. I know they have you in the mock draft going second round, but trust me on this, not yet
0: selfishly i'd like that too (laughs) it'll make for some even more fun syracuse basketball next year um and and again you know you still had joe gerard doing his thing and just i think i think to get over that hump was just so needed for this team that's now 16 and 10 yes um and nine and six in in conference play especially with that that middle chunk of the standings there yeah you know duke won last night yeah wake forest is in the mix and i I i'm at the point now where it's been a few years in a row and again, so much can change. I mean, yes, we still got six games absolutely. left.
1: Absolutely. And the tournament.
0: In the tournament. But I can't help but look at the ACC tournament and say yeah. I, I hate being in the eight nine game. Yes. Absolutely. I it drives me absolutely. nuts that Syracuse always ends up in that game because in in you know, right now it's a total shuffle at the top, but I would much rather see them play a team like Miami yeah. than maybe Virginia or Pittsburgh that they don't match up against as well. But then again, took Pittsburgh down to the wire it was interesting to see uh Brendan Hodges producer Brendan Hodges man I know you got a bunch of numbers that you put down here for us what stuck out to you last night and what's what's been on your mind from that win over NC State my
2: dude well can I just say that as a former rebounding uh record holder at Barra Academy Class 1 Missouri look it up is that true I I don't know if I don't know if I still am but I was when I graduated in 2016 no I
0: was it 40
2: Forty rebounds yeah, in total. A career. Yeah. No, um, I, that was
0: a soft dig. You didn't deserve that. I'm sorry, <laughs>
2: Tommy. I would take you to work. Oh, <laughs> oh all right. Man. I, we I,
0: might need to do a whole episode you and me one on one. We'll see how hey, it goes. Ask Jason to just...
2: video. <laughs> no, um, I will say I loved watching DJ Burns and Jesse Edwards work against each other. Mm-hmm. I thought Burns got the better of Jesse for most of the game, though.
1: He, yeah. I so would like, so. while
2: there were 18 points, he only, like he was did not shoot the ball well. And part of that was just, like, the girth. Like, it's nothing that he's seen before this year, at least. You're, like, you have Armando Baycott. Mm-hmm. He's tall and, like, built, like, mm-hmm. you know, just like a brick. Sure. But Burns is kind of like that guy. You're like, is he really, like, a Division I basketball player? And then you yeah. see him, and he, like, he kind of reminds you of Kenny Lofton, the mm-hmm. guy from La Tech who's in the G League now. Mm-hmm. I think that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, like, a big a cool guy, one. fundamental, like, gets it, gets it done. Yeah. And then um, the trend continues, Tommy. When SU has multiple guys other than Jesse and Joe that scoring double figures, they win. Um, is I,
0: that is that is in for just J- Joey or excuse me, just Jesse and Joe? Is, Just, what is the record if both of them um, are in double figures?
2: Do you want that including the exhibition games or not? Uh, not, not included. 14-2. Uh, and two. Yeah. And then in, that's, that's I think, amazing. 10 of those games, they've had two other guys that have scored in double digits. The one thing that concerns me, though, is that you're not getting anything from your bench. Which sure. is showing, like, you know how we've been talking, and I know I've beaten this horse around a lot. Like, you have your starters playing a majority of the minutes, doing the majority of the scoring who can you go to off the bench that can supplement that if Malik Brown's having an off nighters in foul trouble cuz he he almost was at the beginning of that game last night
0: i it it's a good question to raise but to me at the end of the day if you're if if i mean this was their first win over a ranked opponent since 2021 and so
2: if, and, and I'm if not you're saying, doing that and I'm, if, if i'm like, not saying it's whatever's a bat. Like, working
1: like All 5 guys no, yeah, yeah. I Double mean, figures.
2: I, i'll give them mm-hmm. flowers like they won the game um they they caught NC State at a time when they were vulnerable, and I credit them for that. But at the same time, you see NC State again in the ACC tournament if you get that far and you you only have your starters scoring and you, you're playing them all those minutes in a higher-intensity game that means more. Mm-hmm. The adrenaline means something, but also seeing a team the second time
1: can be very different than the first time. Sure, it I can. See that. It can, but one of the things I like about uh, Syracuse, and I will always bleed orange, is that for some reason, when the tournament time comes, we take it up another notch, mm-hmm. whether it be the That's ACC true. tournament or the NCAA tournament. We turn on that switch, and and it's, it's more pressure on the other team for some reason, and, and we just play our game and play loose, and, mm-hmm. and we end up coming out with wins that we think that we're not going to get, and next thing you know, we're in the Final Four. Right, <laughs> so, right. So hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what will happen. You know, these next couple of games are going to be very uh, trying, mm-hmm. and, and we're going to have to stay mentally strong and, and play together as a team. But um, once we get in the tournament, if we, if we ever make it to the tournament, like it's, it's, it's either two ways with Syracuse University when it comes to the tournament. When we get in, we either win early or we, we win and go far, or we lose that first game. It's and a bounce, we're out. yeah. <laughs> it's no in-between. It's either win the first one, and then you're going to make a nice little run, or just flat-out lose that first one when everybody's like, wow, you should have won that one, and then we just go home. It's no in-between. It's no win the one or two, three games, and then we're gone. When we win one or two or three, we're going to win three, four, five, and sneak in the final four like we did a couple of years ago. Yeah.
0: In most recent memory, it's when they're double-digit, too. Exactly. What's up with that? Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: have an answer for that oh, it, yet. It's funny, Tommy.
2: I have <laughs> yeah. a stat for that here. Okay. Like. Hit us with it, yeah. So um, our lovely news director, Sean Carroll, wants us to talk about the NIT today mm-hmm. uh, for obvious reasons. I actually went back to every NCAA tournament that Jim Bayheim has coached in. They've only been a double-digit seed twice.
0: And they were the most recent ones?
2: Uh, 2016 and 2021. 2020? 2021 wow. was the 11 seed. Mm-hmm. They went to the Sweet 16, and then in 2016 was the Final Four when they were a 10 seed. But they've only been a double digit seed twice. Yeah. yeah. Every yeah. time else they've been like a nine or an eight, or there was a long run where they were like a two three. Yeah. Because those were the golden years of Beheim where you have like the McNamara's or the Devendorfs or the Tyler right. Of the
0: Right. Sure. Sure. Well, right. let's 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 get into the the nit talk. And and granted, this this conversation to to be talking about this was it was prior to this win last night. Because with this team, with this Syracuse program, and maybe if we were covering another team, I wouldn't say this as much. But you truly can't rule this team out in right. terms of like making the big dance right. until the very last second. Absolutely. That's just that's how they operate. So to me, end of the day, I know Sean had been talking about. Uh, now he he almost would like to see the NIT more see would see find more more benefit in having some home games. I'm I'm teamed the other way around. I'm always going to go to the Big Dance. Yes. Even if that's just one round, it's it's you're trying to be in the best possible tournament and that is for the best teams mm-hmm. in the country that, when in terms of those automatic bids or excuse me, at large bids. So but a, NIT wise, were you ever in the NIT?
1: Never. Never in the NIT. Never in NIT, NCAA baby. <laughs> Three out of the four years. One of the years we were on probation. So, you know, yeah, would have been there anyway. Absolutely. But I I understand what Sean is talking about with this NIT, Mm -hmm. mainly because now there's more parity. Sure. And teams. And, you know, you look at, I look at North Carolina, they're the same record as us, 16 and 10. Then I look at Kentucky, and they're 16 and 10. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and those, all three of us, might be in the NIT. The Blue Bloods. But the yeah. Blue Bloods. I mean, great schools who are – so it's more parody now. It, it, it's, it's what's a bonus to uh, college basketball. You never really know. And, and I'm big on also, you know, these, these teams that you don't talk about who are in the tournament, who are small schools, but people fail to realize their guys have been playing together for four years, so they're like veterans.
0: Colgate's a great example yeah, of that.
1: Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and speaking yeah. of Nellie Cummings, who Colgate as transfer, as Pitt, doing, great as Pitt, as Pitt, as doing great things at Pitt, man. And as they've as they've as they've put together a team that that looks like they could. I mean, they're they absolutely look like a a big dance team. We'll mm-hmm. see how they they end up here. But in terms of this 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 postseason poetry, last night I think gave such a such a jolt to mm-hmm. the fan base of you know obviously most people are going to you know look to saying like. Man, would a would a March Madness run be be amazing? But last year they didn't even make the NIT. Yes. So it's a it's a conversation of do you see this team continuing to play basketball past the
1: ACC tournament? Mm. Yes, I, I truly do. I, I you know I, I hope so. You know uh, I'm, I'm a little biased. We're biased, Tommy. It is what mm-hmm. it is. But you know with these guys playing well and like you said, the the young young players are. Becoming sophomores and, and and expecting a little bit more uh, a leadership role, which they're showing, which is good. And you know, you 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 never really know, man. I, mm-hmm. I wish we could have one of the, the Miami or North Carolina game back. You know, I go back to Colgate too and Bryant. See, so yeah. sixteen and ten. Nineteen and seven sounds better than sixteen and ten. Oh,
0: even seventeen and nine. I'm like yeah, that
1: you, team's you, hot. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, so we're 100. We're, 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 we're where we are right now, and we just have to roll with it. But I can honestly say this: I like this team better than last year's team.
0: Yeah, I I, I would agree, and I think there's the there's there's more speed on that defense Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to, to get out to the shooters. Mm -hmm, And, and that, as we saw last mm -hmm, year was just mm -hmm. the absolute Absolute, kryptonite of that team was just the way that these teams were able to swing it around. They didn't have the speed to get out there and and close it. Um, In this one, I think it's just, it's, it's when a team hits that stride at the right time and boy, man, like with, this is, this is it. I mean, there's five games left at this point. Yeah. And I think it's a, a tremendous momentum in terms of what's coming up here in a few days, and that's Duke on Saturday. Oh, we got man. the Blue Devils in the Dome. It's you know, it's it's not Coach K's team anymore, but still, this this the energy around this game is always nuts. Absolutely. But to have this boost, man, uh, I, I, I think they could do it again on Saturday.
1: I also I, I think so, also Tom. I mean, I really failed at their plan right now this is the time to to gel and peak Mm -hmm. so you know we've won three in a row uh if we can get these next four games that's seven in a row so we'll definitely be looked at by by the ncaa but I, i i saw a stat that really irked me and and um do you know that we haven't been ranked since 2017 i knew it was more than five years yeah that's not, I don't love that. I don't love that either, and that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, I just wanted to bring that up, you know, to understand that, um, hey, we have to play, and and, and there's, there's more parity now. Back to the parity. There's sure. more parity of teams now. And if we're not getting the job done, other teams are. Mm-hmm. And, this, you know, it's just so much change with this transfer portal. We don't know if these six freshmen that we have now are going to be back. So, just so much change so we have to ride with it right now and just hope for the best
0: yeah hope for the best it is and and should should this team we just lost the A of our <laughs> ACC <laughs> I do wonder did that did that perfectly show up behind my head? Because if so, I think we have got to keep that in just for the sake. of You life.
2: know, I can't really tell. Um, maybe, but why don't you put it on the table? There, um, we are an A plus podcast. Uh, after which all, movie?
0: which camera are we on right now? Uh, you're
2: on the you're on the main one.
0: We're on the two shot. Yeah, here
1: we go. It might have stopped <laughs> because we we're awesome. We're an yeah. A. Yes, <laughs>
2: there we go. You
1: know we're what? Awesome.
0: All right, let's play a new game. It's called grade the orange. What did we think of Jesse Edwards last night?
2: <laughs>
1: I said A. Absolutely. Judah Mintz. Wait, are a. you
2: going to let me answer? <laughs> uh,
0: what did you want? I'll
2: give Jesse a B. Oh my gosh, this he, guy. We're putting this down. No, nope, you don't get the A. You don't get the A anymore, you, you villain. Okay, you you know me. I'm a realist. Uh, Judas struggled in the first half and Jesse like whenever Burns was out there, he he struggled a bit, but it's not saying it was a bad game. It's 18 saying going to points, with it. 16 I, on rebounds, five for 14 I'm shooting, give him Tommy. An a not to mention blocks? defensively he was fantastic.
0: And we are forgetting I mean, I think arguably the biggest story. Though he was shot, he was story, backing off
2: of Burns a little bit. At the the free biggest story
0: line. of this, of this millennia.
2: First career three. First career three. A thousand
0: percent. That was an awesome moment. <laughs> Absolutely. That was a fantastic moment. Yes, and you was. know what? I feel like I've seen some big time centers. You know, they take that that three, and boys, it a funky stroke. Mm-hmm
2: pretty clean. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, yes it's the yeah, same the with nice free show. throws, though. Isn't yeah, it like no yeah, one yeah, expects yeah. a big man to make free throws because their hands are too big well, or something? I mean,
0: think about how far Jesse's come. I remember two, three years ago, wow. those free throws were, yeah, oh, boy, you were man. like biting your lip, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. You know, you were a bit clenched up. I mean, to see how far he's come. And, and not to mention, I do, I do think we need to mention uh, just one last zone the NC State game. Those free throws at the end. Yes, forgot about the Cheers. two that Judah hit to make Crucial. it a three-point game Crucial. that forced yes. them into taking that three at the end. Absolutely, um, really was was just happy to see the way that they were able to finish there down the stretch and 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 especially Judah for just I think truly taking his game to the next level and showing people that. Um, that this this Syracuse team can be in business.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> what a change! So Three day win streak. good so I got good a message feeling. for
2: Jesse Edwards real quick. Yeah. Jesse, just because I say you have a B in this game is not an indictment on you. I believe in you, man. I've been a believer since your freshman year. Just saying.
1: Okay. Hey Jesse, back to the A. Back to the A. And and I agree with I agree with our our, our reporters also Jesse, but I want to say one thing. Mm-hmm. Why not come back? Why
0: not come back, Jesse? I think we're just going to keep doing that this whole show, I guess. Hmm. Bring them all back. back.
1: Why not come back?
0: Because theor- theoretically, because Jesse, with co- both yeah, of them important. with COVID, yeah, yeah. could come back. Yeah. We could have the same starting five. It, just to be
1: saying it. Yeah. Why not come back? Not forcing anything. We're just yeah. putting the thought in your yeah. ear. Just putting the thought in there. Yeah. You Manifestation. That's You're going to right? you make money. You are going to make money. We is. know that. But why not come back and make a little bit more money? More money. It's right here.
2: Manifestation is Sam's thing. I'm not sure how I like this that people we are taking We have
1: to fill the role not, when Sam's gone.
0: I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, a few notes. SU Men's and Women's Lacrosse, they're doing great. Hot starts. Gary Gate was sitting courtside last night. Not sure if you saw that poetry. I did. Head coach I so guess. he was in the building enjoying the that
1: podcast here
2: just called him the Michael Jordan of lacrosse and the analyst had no idea what that meant so it was <laughs> hilarious he was like well it's great when you have Michael Jordan on your team he's like no that's like meaning he's the best lacrosse player of all time <laughs> but he was like yeah. oh really yeah tell him
1: yeah. to do their homework guru exactly
0: you're you're in cny man lacrosse is in the blood in this these waters here but Joey Spelina five goals freshman sensation great to see with him the su women took down northwestern the same team that beat them in the tournament and knocked them out last year, also beat them in the regular season. So that was a nice revenge game for second-year head coach Kayla Trainer And SU women's basketball, which we'll be getting more into next week when we're not dealing with a post-men's uh, first-ranked win in forever, they were able to take down North Carolina right after we did the show last week. That was a great feeling to see. Lost to Notre Dame, very similar situation, except they're in a little bit of a higher spot in that, next four out in bracketology with ESPN. So they have time to get the wins and still get back in the picture here in the toughest conference of women's college basketball. Last but not least, we have Brendan's weekly trivia. And then a little Duke, Duke talk.
2: I would just like to say, Sam, I'm sorry you can't be here. I had a lacrosse question for you that I won't be able to use next week. And Tommy She'll got it right it. off the bat. So I she did. she would have known it. Um, mm-hmm. I'll tell you it when you get back, Sam. Anyway, guys, we've been talking a lot of NCAA tournament, NIT. Did you know Jim Beheim has led Syracuse to 35 NCAA tournaments and seven NITs in 47 years? Mm. That's a lot of postseason basketball. That's a lot of basketball. But my question questions for you today, what okay. is the least number of wins that SU has had going into the NCAA tournament all-time, what is the most number of wins they've had going into an NIT?
0: Oh, great question. Great question. Thank you. Um, the NIT, I'm a little bit worried. That, could we technically just cheat off our paper? The, no,
2: because least, it's not one of those. The least
1: number of wins?
0: Least number, I guess, going into NCAA and most for NIT.
1: NCAA, I'm going with 16.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> really? <laughs> Ugh, that's Right. <laughs> it was 2020
0: 2021
2: i am yeah. <laughs> oh let's go oh.
0: <laughs> that's an a so they had 16 going they had into that?
2: 16 and they won two in the tournament and did the season like 18 and oh 10, that, okay
0: that's where i was getting the 18 from mm. that's that's pretty i jeez that's nuts wow that is crazy.
2: Hey, I'm coming for your job.
0: Yeah, I don't
2: like this. They didn't get the question <laughs> right last week. Did, wait, Moe. did you watch the podcast from last week? I didn't. I did. It should, was a long should podcast. I, should I ask him that question? What was it again? It was. Uh, let me scroll back. Oh, it, it was that one.
0: Yeah, you know what? You know what, hit, 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 Let's let's get the NIT first, and then we'll hit what, Mo, yeah. with the second trivia. Um, most wins heading into the NIT. I'm, I bet it's higher. I
1: most, would not be most surprised. Most wins heading into the NIT? Heading into
0: NIT. Yeah. I bet it's higher just because it was probably something where they were on the fence and maybe lost, like, first game of the ACC. Hey, why um, not
1: go with 18?
0: I feel like 18's
2: right, too. I do, too. You're a little bit off, guys. Oh. 22. 22? 2006.
1: And the NIT with 22 wins? <laughs> yeah, man. Are you serious? What? Yeah.
2: Was that G-Max senior year? Two thousand six, two thousand
0: seven? Oh no, I guess he would have been he would have been done by wow. that point. Because wow. G senior year was when they were, I believe, the eight in the big east. Do I have that right, Poetry? And they went on a run and
1: won it. He he wanted, got the automatic bid he Yeah. Hey, twenty two wins? Twenty two. Why did
2: they like did they have a I don't know. I didn't look that far into it. I just saw twenty two wins to be in the NIT. That's insane cuz usually 22 is a No, you automatic.
0: You're it's a not, lock. Yes, definitely.
2: Well, maybe not a lock if like teams get knocked off the bubble, but like, like you, 20, you're so. you're in the mix.
1: Almost 28 years I've been out of college. Man, yeah. seems like yesterday.
0: That's nuts. I know, bro. I'm coming up on I'm coming up on 7 years and it feels like <laughs> I was just there.
2: <laughs> I have a birthday coming up actually.
0: When's your birthday?
2: 10 days from today. Okay.
0: And we're recording this on February 25th. It's a,
2: it's a Saturday. No one's going to be here.
0: Oh, dude, Saturday birthdays are the best. So There's are, nothing you are worse.
2: you Aries? No, I'm a Pisces. Oh, right on the okay, Hey, I'm okay. a
0: Pisces as well. Okay. On March 11th. Let's go. When's oh, your birthday? March 25th. Oh. I'm
1: Aries. Let's go. Oh. Let's are we going to have a birthday episode Do yeah. one of these fall
2: on a Tuesday? I think we need
0: a birthday episode. Do, do we
2: have Well, let me check the calendar real quick. Yeah. Um, what did you say yours was, Tommy? March 11th? March 11th. Also a Saturday Saturday. Oh, all well. of ours are all, on Saturdays. Yeah,
0: <laughs> see, that is the best. Like, there's nothing worse <laughs> right, than realizing your birthday's on a Monday.
1: Right, 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 right,
0: right. I think you just have to push it back a few days because just like the Monday, Tuesdays, just it just feels deflating, man. Mm-hmm. But, oh, man, when you get that natural Friday, Saturday, birthday, yeah. the stars align. You're just feeling pretty darn good. And we're feeling good about Syracuse basketball <laughs> heading into this Duke game this Saturday um any last thoughts poetry
1: uh yeah on to duke a uh, winnable game mm-hmm. you know i'm big on protecting your home you know that's that's the only way to learn how to win is to win at home first you know and just keep the streak going these are these are definitely needed games these next four games are are, are needed like mm-hmm. like urgent you know i was calling them uh last week i was calling them quad one emergencies yes but uh i got the you, text you know now yes now you know that i found out that other teams are not quad one wins because they're not ranked but hey they are very important to us so let's get it done
0: yeah and four out of the five of our final games are teams in the top six of the ACC so regardless you're talking about building and playing against the best and what does Syracuse need right now they need resume boosters absolutely they can do it all the way down to stretch Hodges last thoughts
2: Jesse I believe in you um (laughs) Look, I have said for the longest time that I don't think this team's a tournament team. Mm-hmm. But, that being said, if they make me eat crow, more power to them. Okay. So, let's yeah. see if it starts on Saturday with Duke. If they can beat uh John Shire's squad, then, uh, hey, we'll be having an interesting conversation come next week about where they stand in the ACC tournament they get into that 7-10 or even like a 6-11 matchup in that second round of the tournament, who knows what happened.
1: Uh, let's bring a nice crowd. Uh, Big uh, crowd. You know, I'm looking for 25,000 or more. I would love to see that. What's
2: uh, the, you know, it's you know. Bayheimsburg, right? That's what they call it, Bay- where the students are camping outside the dome for tickets? Oh, Is it
0: Bayheimburg? Is yeah, Bay- it Bayheim, Bay- Bayheim, Bayheimville? Because they,
2: they had Krzyzewskiville at Duke whenever North Carolina would come. What do we call that here? Oh, Bayheimburg. Bayheimburg Bay- or
0: Bayheimville.
2: I, don't think it's be- I think it's Beheimberg, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it'll be a
2: better play. Comment on below in this video uh, what it is. So, yeah, so let we us can... know when we're wrong. Yeah. We're right. We'll find out.
0: Tommy Sladek, Lawrence Moten, Brendan Hodges on the producer. Mike, this is your Orange Zone podcast presented by Billy Whitaker Cars and Trucks. Thanks for tuning in. Awesome episode. We'll see you next week.